Welcome back to the Villa Di Maria podcast, coming to you from Villa Di Maria Montessori School in Kirkwood, Missouri. I'm your host, Sarah Mozicki, and today we get to hear from more inspiring sixth-year Villa students in the conclusion of this two-part series on Montessori Model United Nations, or MMUN. The sixth years worked so hard this year to prepare for their conference in New York this past February. I know you'll love getting to hear more of their stories, of all the fun they had, the friendships they forged, and the valuable life lessons they learned through this experience. Make sure to listen to the end to find out whether they would recommend this experience to future students. So you introduce yourself. Hello, I am Arlo. This is my fifth year at Villa. Hi, my name is Zoe. This is my sixth year at Villa. Cool. Hello, I'm Dustin. This is my fifth year at Villa. My name is Nate, and I've been here for eight years. I've been at Villa for eight years. Wow, cool. You can pass it to me. My name is Maggie. I've been here for eight years, and I'm going on my ninth year. Wow. Hi, my name is Colleen Archie, and I've been at Villa for nine years. Amazing. Cool. So I want to hear, before we go into MMUN, I want to hear from you, what do you like about going to a Montessori school? What's your favorite part about attending Villa Di Maria? Go for it. I like, I just like how I get to be hands-on with, when I get to choose what I want to do. It's really helped me get through school. It's like, like not as difficult. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you for you, Zoe? I think it's kind of like the same thing as Justin, where like I really like how I like how independent I can be if I like like how I can like earn my independence and mm-hmm. once I've done that I have like a lot of freedom over what I do and like how I do it. I like yeah. that. I also like the um independence and freedom. You can just walk into the classroom and choose whatever work that you want to do and you can just do it and it's very it's very fun yeah that's awesome i like the materials yeah help because it's like easier to do things at first until you can figure out like how to do it with just your brain right so i feel like it makes things easier yeah so you guys are sixth years here at villa and as a sixth year in sixth grade your final year at villa you get to participate in something called MMUN. Can you explain what MMUN is to someone who might have never heard of it before? It's the Montessori Model United Nations. Well, it's to come up with ideas to help with problems, and it's like a way to simulate like real what the real UN, kind of what that looks like. And these are problems that um, exist around the world? Yes. Yeah. Like world, oh, sorry. Go ahead. They have a lot. International problems. Like, like international problems, like world hunger, mm. getting 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 access to landlocked countries, mm. weapons of mass destruction, disarming weapons of mass destruction, okay. all that type of stuff. Cool, cool. You to the topic uh, that affects the real world, mm-hmm. and you all 
combine into another group with kids your age. Mm-hmm. They discuss the problems and solutions, and maybe if you if they're good or your country will scout you and use those ideas in their real government. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Who else wants to talk about what is MMUN? So, for me, MMUN is really cool because of all the things you get to do. It's really fun to research this stuff because you get to learn about all the things that has happened in the world Mm. and how many solutions you can come up with. So that's really fun. That's cool. So, the Montessori Model United Nation is where um, delegates meet up um, and basically talk about the world's problems and solutions to help. Um, okay, and we're representing a country. How so? How is MMUN like the actual United Nations? What are some of the similarities? Okay, so the um, I don't know what this guy name is. But someone from the Dominican Republic has the idea to start the Montessori Model United Nations to hear what these like kids or children would like what their approach to the situation was. So, they're basically doing the same thing because their position papers um, and their solutions get sent to the UN so they can look at them and some of them they do put into action. Hmm. Um, But it's just kind of to see, like, a different perspective on the situation. So the solutions that you guys come to are actually sent to the United Nations and might actually contribute to solving these problems around the world. Yeah. That's super exciting. And neat that they want to get the perspective of younger people, right, not just adults. Yeah. That's great. So can I ask you, Nate, what was your country and um, what did you write your position paper about? Luxembourg and DICEC. Oh, cool. And, and what, what, were, what was your position that you were arguing in your paper? Science and technology. Yeah, what were some of the challenges that you found that your country uh, was facing? Cyber security and attacks and their, their defenses to cyber attacks. Oh, cool. Because they're so, so small, they like are a big target because they're also really rich because uh-huh. most of the jobs are in finance. Oh, okay. And did you guys come up with any solutions for these problems? Yeah, we had to do that in the speech. Okay. We only had one minute to say all of it. What was one of the solutions that you proposed? Um, to collaborate uh, collaborate with neighboring countries mm. to grow a better or to uh, have a better set, like cybersecurity and defend against these. Uh, like ongoing attacks. Cool. Anybody else, anybody else want to share about how you had to prepare this year and maybe about your country or position paper? So the first thing you do is you get a list of all the countries that are participating in the menu one. And there's different countries per topic. So you look at your topic and then there's a list of countries that you can choose from. Mm. And so basically you could choose whatever country you want whether or not it's available. So then after that, you do your country research to try and get a little bit more knowledge about your country. And then you go into topic research, where you research um, things about your topic. And then you write a position paper where 
it's like you do one paragraph about like describing the problem um you have like um and you have to put a lot of statistics and they're supporting that mm -hmm. and then like paragraphs for your solutions and the closing paragraph and it gets sent to the bureau and they have to approve it and then it gets sent back to you and you can start working on your country boards and your speeches so like um Nate said one minute speech mm -hmm. and your country board you can really decorate it however you want but it has to have your country's name and you put like things about your country like this mm -hmm. like animals how you're like ours is like our country's 80 percent forest mm -hmm. so you could write a thing about forest and food and culture what was your country um my country was papua new guinea i'm with helena we had to do a lot of papers and it's and once you like get into it you realize like at the start you think that it's just gonna be like this is gonna be so much <laughs> then once you get into it you realize that it's not all that bad yeah very cool so what were some of the um issues facing your country that you researched and what were some of the solutions that you guys came up with well it was kind of hard because my topic was disarmament mm -hmm. and my country like we aren't a real like we don't have many weapons mm -hmm. like of mass destruction so it's kind of hard and we're like a landlocked country as well mm -hmm. so that's also difficult for mm -hmm. us yeah but it was but it was it was a little challenging but it was just like we had to go over like not just your country though yeah like, you had to find ways to get it, like to keep to talk about your country and the world at the same time. Okay, you guys did some interviews too. This so there was one with um, Nate's uncle mm. who worked in the Dominican Republic, and we talked about like how it is in the Dominican Republic because one of our countries, that was my country that I was representing, oh. is the Dominican Republic or was the Dominican Republic. Cool. So it was a way to learn about yeah. your country. There um, was the CIA. Um, Hazel's aunt. Yes, Hazel's aunt. No, Hazel's aunt. Um, oh yeah, that's right. That's she true. was in the CIA, hmm. and she um, she had a lot to share about like defense and space hmm. and yeah. certain resources that are fought over globally by many different powers. Cool. So what was your country? You, you mentioned your country. Tell us some of the issues facing your country and ways you were trying to solve those problems. So um, my country is the Dominican Republic. Um, it's an island nation in the Caribbean. So my, I was on the committee ECOFIN, and our two, our two topics were biodiversity and the situation of landlocked developing countries. So um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have landlocked countries for an island nation, but the biodiversity one really is important for a country because we get really affected by um, storms that are caused by like um, like hurricanes that are like caused by uh, global temperatures, right? Mm -hmm. And like all the all the things. Yeah. That climate change and. Mm -hmm. Rising sea levels cause so that's kind of what we were mainly focusing on. But there was also I had to do a lot of focus on landlocked countries because that was the topic I was okay. focused on. What, what about for you, Arlo? What was your country and 
some of the issues your country faces? My country was South Korea, mm -hmm. and it was culture of peace mm. and space as a driver for sustainable development. Mm. I, my topic was sustainable space for sustainable development, mm. and it was very interesting looking into um, all the different ways space impacts security and communication and um, how if you take away um, all um, these these space um, infrastructure we have you can um, you can take away a lot and definite and definitely it it definitely challenges many countries who don't have it what were some of the things that you guys had to do once you were there like in your committee meetings and stuff yeah so um when you are doing the committee sessions, um, you have to finish everything um, in the two days. But we are there for about five days if you count both half days. So the first one and a half days we get to sightsee, which is really cool and all the things we get to see. Mm -hmm. But then on Saturday is the closing ceremony. In the closing ceremony, we actually get to go to the UN building, which was pretty cool because last year I don't think they did because oh, yeah. so sometimes they don't get to go. But mm -hmm. it was really nice that we got to go. Um, and so when we do that, when if in the committee sessions, if you participate a lot and talk about things and all that, then you get picked as the closing bureau. Um, but before you get picked as the closing bureau, every, every country has to vote on what, what three countries they think should go in the closing bureau. And so that was really cool because I was one of the countries that got picked for the closing bureau. Cool. So I don't like talking in front of people, so that was a big experience for me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have to say that much, so it went pretty quick. That's good. So Nate, uh, I want to ask each of you, I'll start with you, Nate. Like, what was um, one of the best parts about the trip for you? What was the highlight? Um, probably like the Empire State Building. Oh, cool. What do you like about the Empire State Building? Because it's high up. It was a good view. Yeah, but also the party. They had a party. Oh, was there, what was the party? It was just like music and people there. Was it with but, all the other students? What? Was it with just your school or from no, other schools? No, it was like all the schools and like everyone. Oh, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there was music and dancing and stuff? Yeah. Oh, fun. Thanks for sharing. Maggie, what was the highlight for you? Well, all of it was my highlight because there was a lot of firsts for me because I've never been to New York and I've never been in the Statue of Liberty or the Empire State Building or to Ellis Island. So I think all of it was really cool for me because it was like every single thing there was a first mm -hmm. and MMUN is a first, so that also joins that. So, Kalina, what was the highlight for you about this trip? Um, I really enjoyed... Um, the Statue of Liberty, because I mean it was it was terrifying going out there. Yeah. Because like it's just like a metal staircase and it's circular. Oh wow. It's so thin. And the stairs are so they're like way steeper than they are wide. Oh. And it's awful because you look down and you just see my little 
But um, anyways, <laughs> um, it's a pretty it's a pretty fun experience. So like, there's a great view from the top, and um, I just really enjoyed it, especially the smoothies that they had there. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of the highlights for me. Another one was the um, actual UN headquarters yeah. because um, we that not just talking about the United Nations. There are other programs like that, mm -hmm. but only our program gets to actually go in the UN headquarters. And if any, if like anything breaks, we cannot go back there. Wow! So it's like it's really it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, that's cool. It was my first time going to New York, and I really enjoyed it. And like we went to the Empire State Building. And I thought that that one, I thought it was really cool. Cause we got to do, cause like you could see the city from down low. Cool. From up high. I mean, yeah, from up Sure, sure, yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Zoe? What were some of the things you got to do in New York? Um, so one of my favorite things we did was we went to the Natural History Museum. That was the first, kind of like the first thing we did when we got there is we went to the, like it's probably one of the, best places I've ever been because it's it's just so cool. They had a lot of, they had some really, really interesting like dioramas of like animals and like habitats. It was, it was awesome for me. Mm, what a cool experience. I loved all of it. It was pretty awesome. Like um, the Statue of Liberty going up to the clown, which I didn't know we were doing until like 20 minutes before and he was telling me, it was like now to the clown. I was like, Oh, we're going to the clown. Um, so Ellis Island was also really cool. We didn't get to spend as much time there, but I wish we could have spent more time. Mm -hmm. Empire State Building, the UN definitely. Oh yeah, it was pretty cool. awesome. There was like everything was like marble and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious too about did you guys get to meet any other people from other schools there? Was that cool to more? <laughs> yeah, more people. Okay. We we like a big group of us made made like friends, and there was this one kid that was in the group. He was really cool. Mm, I I made a friend, which I was I was not anticipating because I'm not the most social person. But I ended up making a friend who her name's Josie. She cool. not the Josie who goes to the school. Sure. Um. She she lived in New York, so well not New York City, but yeah, she's yeah. kind of she was really nice. Um. Yeah. That's awesome that to meet new sad. people. Okay, so my next question for you guys is, uh, what was the most challenging part about the trip, or or maybe even just MMUN in general? What was the, like, oh, that's the hardest part. Probably, probably the committee session. Yeah, what was that about? To do all like the work. Mm. That's what I think. Why do you say that? Because because we because it was like. Six hours. It was like three hours straight, just sitting down. Wow. And only like five or ten minute breaks, and then we get one long two hour break, and then have to go back for another three hours. Wow. So it's kind of like have to just like sure. you have to get all your energy up during that two hour break. Yeah. What about for you, Zoe? What was the most challenging part? Well, the committee session was also really challenging for me because. We were supposed to complete topic one, day one, but we ended up taking 
all of day one and half of day two to do topic one. So we had to really rush topic two, which was kind of upsetting for me because it was the topic I spent so much time focusing on. Mm. And I was kind of upset to see that we couldn't spend as much time as I had wished on that one. Yeah. So that was kind of hard for me. Right. I loved it. It was pretty awesome. Everybody's been like, oh, I didn't like it that much. Well, we're I just talking it about was the challenging really, parts of it. Really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Was there anything that was challenging for you, though, that was kind of harder? Well, I, if you if you get really involved and you talk a lot, mm-hmm. and like, then it's more fun because you know more of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I got to speak at the UN, because I got elected. By cool. all of the people in Ecosystem. How do you get elected to speak? Um, so they take a vote at the very end, and they decide three countries to do um, to t- take part in a closing um, in the closing ceremony for a closing speech mm. that summed up what Ecosoc had done for that committee session. Oh, okay. And I got elected. Very cool. Okay, so final question here. I want to hear. Would you recommend this experience to other students, and why do you think it is valuable? Most definitely. It is, I would most definitely recommend it, because it is, it is like, when you're doing it, it's fun, because you get to be with your classmates, and then if you ever, like, have struggles, the teachers are, like, there for you, and your friends are there for you. And then, like, once you're chin back up, because this, like, what I would do, because every time that I get, like, struggle and then get back into my mood, I'd always think about just that. I'm going to New York mm-hmm. once I complete all of this. Yeah. So it was, so it's, so once you do all the work, it's really worth it. Once you get to New York and you get to do all the fun stuff and get to go to all the sightseeing places and do all your work and do all like the work to get over with in the committee session to go to the big United Nations voting. It's really cool. That's cool. I really recommend this experience for for like everybody who comes up to sixth grade at Villa. I think it's a really great way to like like for me it was a really good way for me to like kind of get to know like my fellow sixties better because like especially like the trip part because we like we spend a lot of time together doing that because there's kind of like no one nowhere else to be than right. with the group. But I also really recommend it because like the whole like researching it and like for me it was really something about like feeling like I could like research something and like make a difference in something even if it's not like really the most direct like thing it's still I still really enjoyed that I could feel that I was making a difference and through what I like through my research and through my experiences yeah I would recommend this to other students 100% it was awesome and you do a lot you bond with other six years then you get to go see a lot of things it's really a once in a lifetime trip and I would totally recommend yeah, you definitely um, bond with other six years. You bond with um, other people just from the conference that you didn't mm-hmm. even know before the right. conference. And it's definitely very valuable. Are you going to keep in touch with your 
New friends? Yep. Specifically specifically Yoda. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that I actually he's talked to. Cool. Well, I think it's a really good experience. I would definitely recommend it for other students. But it's because, like, you're, like, hearing about, like, these, the world's problems, and they're trying to fix it. And that's, like, really important, especially, like, if you want to, like, grow up to, like, preserve nature and stuff mm-hmm. or just, like, help food security. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. an awesome experience. Yeah. Because you're sitting with, like, people who actually, like, work for a living to, like, solve these problems. And yeah. it's just, like, amazing that you're, to know that your solutions might actually, like, happen. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's really what about you, Maggie? Why do you think it's important to do? Well, for me, MMUN is really fun because, like Kalina said, you get to learn about all the world's problems. And so if you learn about all the world's problems, you can learn about all the ways to solve them. And if you learn about all the ways to solve them, then you can solve them. But the thing is, if you want to solve all these problems, then you can't just sit around and tell other people to do them. That's not how you solve them. Mm -hmm. You have to tell other people to solve them, but you also have to solve them. And just even even whatever the internet says about doing this big thing, even if you just pick up 10 pieces of trash a day, that would make a huge difference. What about for you, Nate? Would you recommend this experience to others? Why is it valuable? I would recommend it. It's. I feel like it's valuable because it really gives you an idea of what happens, more or less. And it just helps you really just imagine, like, what it's like to, like, come up with ideas and be, like, important for the well-being of, like, our Earth. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much for sharing your experience about this. It's really neat to learn from you. I hope you enjoyed hearing from these amazing young people. We couldn't be more proud of their hard work this year and the incredible humans they are. If you want to learn more about MMUN, check out their website at Montessori-MMUN.org or look up the blog article written by our own Miss Colleen on our website, VilladeMaria.org. Thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you.